Hi, Josephine. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Very well. My throat is a little sore. Oh. I think it's just because I won't shut up at the moment. That's true. Just not shutting up. Uh, welcome everyone to a My Favourite Musical Mixtape. This is the mixtape. The mixtape. This is where we give you each our top five of some sort of thing from a topic. I'm not yeah. articulating that very well. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And the spo- and the playlists are all available on Spotify. We'll yeah. link them in the show notes. Check the show notes on you your can, app. Or you, if you look up in Spotify, either My Favourite Musical or, or Curtain, Curtain Bounce. Bounce, which is my Spotify username. Yeah. Do you, are you okay with pretty soon you're going to have just like a million playlists for My Favourite Musical? Oh, I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. So we have made a commitment on these mixtape episodes not to double up songs ever. So yeah. you will never hear a doubling up of a song which is going to be a challenge for us, I reckon. I reckon so too. Yeah, well, well. anyway, today's topic is... It's a little bit controversial this week. I actually love this. Of course you do. Of course I do. Today's topic is the best songs from hated musicals, from the musicals that we hate. Now, I'm not going to use the word hate. I'm going to use the I've word... I've used the word hate. Yeah. Josephine just wants to force me to, to not like things. I want you to name Shows shame. Shows we don't like. Shows we hate. <laughs> so our favourite songs from shows we don't like slash me hate, detest, loathe. Because <laughs> there are actually lots of – because I think I could do a whole different list for shows I don't like, but these shows are shows I hate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the, here's the thing though. I don't know about you, but there are shows that I don't like so much that I couldn't pick a single song from them. So they're not on this list. That's right. Yeah. I actually looked at a whole lot of song of musicals that I just feel very vanilla about. Yeah. But I couldn't like I couldn't say I enjoy that song. Yeah. I could pick a best song from that show, but that doesn't mean it's a good song. Yeah. So these are songs I actually actively Same. really like. Me too. Despite hating the show. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the that's the um qualifier, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go first. Okay. Number five. Yep. I have dreamed from The King and I. Oh. Yeah. So I hate The King and I, clearly. It's on my list. Yep. I despise it. And I have dreamed, I think, is one of the most beautiful songs ever written. Is it Tuptim who sings Tuptim it? Tuptim and okay. her lover, who, uh, well, not lover. Um, what's his name? T- uh, mm, yeah. Yep. I can't remember the character name, but it's, it's a duet between Tuptim and her man. Yeah. And they do two duets actually in the show and it's such a heartbreaking storyline and this song is just stunning. I think the melody is glorious and it reminds me why Rodgers and Hammerstein are big. Yeah. They're big for a reason because they know how to orchestrate shit. Like they just know how to write a song. Um, Is this the most recent Broadway revival version that you've put on? I did put that version on just because I think the original is just not very accessible in terms of the style of the voices. Okay. So I've put the most recent revival because the voices are just probably more what you would be used to, audience. Because I also hated that show until I saw that revival. Yeah, I understand why. I mean, it's probably the same with a lot of other Rodgers and Hammerstein. I'm not going to like this show. I think it's inherently racist. Yeah, well, that's true too. I I mean, they were very careful with this revival and yeah. everyone in it was true to yeah you know um but yeah i have dreamed beautiful yes lovely mm. um my number five is sandy from greece <laughs> do you know i despise greece as well so, yeah so greece i actually don't mind the film yeah, but the, the musical right. i hate so bad it's really bad so fucking bad. And I have seen it many times over the years and I've, I just think it's boring and bad. And I, it's Sexist like they put all these songs from the movie in as sort of filler yeah. songs and they don't work. They're not character driven. No. And this song I believe was 
written for the film and later put like put yeah. in the stage version. That's and I right. think it's a great song. It's an excellent song. I had to find a more recent recording of Grease because it's not on a lot of these older recordings. So I've actually got the Australian recording on here with that's Rob cool. Mills singing Sandy. You didn't want to put the film version in? But that, that's not the stage musical. That's true. So no. <laughs> <laughs> like I prefer the film, but that's not what we're really talking about. She is a purist. Yeah. If nothing else, she's mm. a purist. Okay, number four. Whistle Down the Wind from the musical Whistle Down the Wind. Yes. By Andrew Lloyd Shitster. I've never seen Whistle Down the Wind and I don't know a lot about it. No, nor do I. All I know about this song is that a singing teacher when I was pretty young, I was probably like 12, gave me this song to learn. I learned it. I loved it. I've sung it at like weddings randomly. Okay. Tina Arena sang an amazing version of it um, at that in that Andrew Lloyd Webber concert. Okay. Uh, so that's the version I've linked to in the Spotify playlist. I honestly don't know anything about the show except that I know the rest of the songs and I know they're terrible. Okay. Like just terrible. I like No, no Matter What is from that, isn't it? Yeah, so that was um, – Boyzone did a cover. Boyzone, yeah. My mum really likes that song. I think it's a pretty song. Yeah, well, anyway. I think that's one of those songs that if you heard that song you'd be like, oh, that's from a musical. <laughs> that's from, that's from an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. Yeah, it's random. Because you would have heard no the pop song version. Yeah. 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 Um, my number, well, actually that's funny. My number four is also Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. It is Love Changes Everything from Aspects of Love. Oh, interesting. Did you put the Michael Ball version on the playlist? Yes. Now yeah. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah, 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 I did. I did. Do you know what I think I know about you? Mm. You cannot resist a high finishing note. You cannot I, I can't resist, resist a, a belty tenor anything. Yeah, you can't resist it. I can't resist it at all. Interesting because I – That's not what I love about that song. I think it has a beautiful melody, that do song. Do you reckon? Yeah. I don't. And also, so that – I had never seen that show until last year. We went and saw it at the Hayes Theatre in Sydney. Yeah. And it is literally full of incest. That is what that show is about. Such an awful show. It is – It is. it's crazy yeah. as well. Yeah. It's like who – why Why is this a musical? Why is this – why are we happening? And there yeah. were several songs in it that I had known from like Andrew Lloyd Webber kind of compilation albums yeah. when I was growing up because yeah. those used to be a big thing. Yeah. And so there's quite a few lovely songs in it that yeah. I quite like. But in between that is crazy, crazy incest. I believe this song was like number one in it the UK. It was huge. Like it was a big pop, pop like, song. I think Michael Ball like made a film clip for it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it was massive. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Not incest. Incest's not funny. Okay, number three, Easy Street from Annie. Mm, I almost put an Annie song on this list. Oh, did you? Yeah. You don't like Annie either. No. I hate Annie. I See, I don't know that I would say I hate it. And I also feel like it's one of those shows where I, maybe I just haven't seen the right production of Annie. Maybe. But I, it's, I find it cloyingly American. Cloyingly American. Just, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's like a show you just can't escape from, yeah. Just that sentiment. That, yes, and sickly when, sweet. It's sickly. So, but I love the song Easy Street. Okay. So that's sung by Miss Hannigan, her brother Rooster, and Rooster's um, girl, what yeah. is her name, Lily St. James? Yeah. St. Regis. Regis. Yeah. Something. Yeah, Lily St. Regis. The version, the version that I've put on the Spotify playlist is from, it is from a film, I'm sorry, Ruth. If it's from the, it's like Alan Cumming, Kathy oh, Bates, yes. and Kristen Chenoweth. Yeah. Such a good version because I love Alan Cumming so much. I should watch that film. That's you another should. one I haven't seen. Oh, you will love it. Yeah. In the sense that Alan Cumming is in it. I love Alan Cumming. Who doesn't? Yeah. Um, my number three is a song called Times Are Hard for Dreamers from the Amelie musical. I nearly put this on my list. Did you? Yes. So 
I love the Amelie film. And when I was a teenager, oh, it was one of my favourite films. Me too. It is a beautiful film. If you haven't seen Amelie, I actually think it might be coming to Netflix soon or one of the streaming services. Beautiful film. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. French film. Audrey Tattoo. Oh. Yeah, and it is gorgeous. And it has a beautiful score in the yeah. film, like instrumental score, yeah. all this piano. And when I heard they were turning into a Broadway musical, I was so excited. Yeah. And then I went and saw it a few years ago now, a couple of years ago. On Broadway, and a they all have American accents. It's like the film is in French, literally. Yeah, French. like it's got subtitles, French language. Yeah, and I was and just it's like, all, what is going on? But the character of Paris is also a big deal. Like, yeah. it's very French. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started on American accents in shows that aren't set there. Anyway, it is. <laughs> uh, um, and so yeah, and the, but not just that, but the show was just a bit. Planned. Like yeah. it wasn't that it was bad. It was just like the mm. movie is so special and unique and yeah. the songs just weren't particularly interesting. Do you reckon though, like when they when they turn musical when they turn films into musicals, the film shouldn't be hugely successful. Yeah, we've I mean we've had this conversation a few times. We think it it, yeah. it works better when they're not. Yeah. There's less expectation, that's for sure. But Emily is like that's a very successful film. Very successful. It was a big deal. And a cult oh, yeah, classic. Oh, yeah, cult classic. Um, but so this song, Times of Half for Dreamers, which they released a pop version of, and it's um, – it's uh, uh, oh, my God, I'm forgetting her name. Philippa Sue, who was the original um, uh, Eliza in oh, ha- in Hamilton. So she plays Amelie. Yeah, she's got a great voice. She's, got a great, she's a really um, great performer. Yeah, she but is. But she – um, so they did a pop version of this song. And it's a it's actually a really great little catchy song, I yeah, think. It like it's almost like a little pop song. Yeah. But well, it is in that it's like verse chorus, verse chorus. Yeah, yeah. But the rest of the show didn't do anything for me. So I didn't put it on my list because I don't hate the rest of Emily. It's okay. just not that good. Yeah. I just think it's kind of bland. Yeah. So the, but the rest of these shows I hate. Okay. So here it is. Number two, Who I Be from Shrek. Oh, you hate Shrek? Yep. Okay. Hate I don't it. hate Shrek. That's fine. Lots of people don't hate Shrek. Yeah. I like a lot of the music. Interesting. This, and I love, I love this, this song. song. Who yeah. I'd Be. Oh, Closest so act one. It's just stunning. And if you listen to the original Broadway cast recording and that amazing um, Brian Darcy James. Brian Darcy James. Who is just so such a versatile performer. Yeah. Oh, my God. He sings the shit out of this. There's a bit of a moment from Sutton Foster who we love. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that. And Daniel Breaker, who plays the donkey, was also in the original Broadway cast of Spelling Bee. Oh, yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah he nice. was um, Mitch Mahoney. Um, and, yes, I, I actually really like a lot of the songs in Shrek, but that's just me personally. But that's probably my favourite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number two for me What's is it gonna be? Just a Simple Sponge from SpongeBob SquarePants, the musical. Oh, you like this song. I do like this song. Clearly. I think once again it's because there's a big note at the end. Okay, it's a really impressive note. It's I'm so just impressive. going to I think it's a B. But are you blinded by these notes? Maybe. Cause I think it I think all everything about SpongeBob is bad. So I remember sitting there, I saw it with our friend Isaac, and now I have to put it out there that I did not grow up watching this SpongeBob as yes, a cartoon. Yeah. yeah. And neither did he. And we were surrounded by people who love SpongeBob SquarePants, the cartoon. Yes. Um, so I just have to preface it with that. And we were like, what are we watching? 
if you if you've like grown up with it, the weirdness will be so normal. But I well, think and, and everyone knew all the characters, yeah. and there's all the it was all yeah. full of all these SpongeBob references that we were just going straight over our heads. Yeah, but I don't. But like I know SpongeBob because my brother was obsessed with right. it, right? And it still did nothing for okay. me. Like it was still terrible. I, and I also think it suffers from the fact that every song is written by a different composer. Yeah. Like it's all written by lots of different really famous pop stars and stuff. Like yeah. John Legend wrote a song, and Sarah Bareilles wrote a song. Like they're all these different. Really famous people. So it's just a very PC sort yeah. of, yeah, yeah. So I wasn't a fan um, of that show, but I do like this song. And I think Ethan Slater, who plays him. Well, he sings an amazing last note. Is really incredible. It is very high. It is something super crazy high. Yeah, I, yeah, it's high. It's high. <laughs> you love a high note. I do. Okay. Are you ready for my number one best song from a musical I despise? Yeah. You know what it's going to be. It's going to be One Song Glory from... That atrocious, egregious disaster, Rent. You've really doubled down on the Rent hate as we've recorded the podcast. But if I'm going to hate Rent, like I may as well just yeah, got to got to throw your whole body into it. I'm not about doing things half-hearted. No. <laughs> and I love the song One Song Glory. Yeah, it's a stunning song. Stunning. You're talking to someone who loves Rent. Oh, so what I've put on the Spotify playlist is the original Broadway cast recording of Adam Pascal does it for the film and you will probably be direct. If you type in One Song Glory in Spotify, you'll be directed to the film, but don't listen to that. The Just the guitar in the original cast recording is so raw and his voice is just a bit younger and he just goes to places emotionally I think that he doesn't go to in the film, mainly because the film's terrible. Um, but this song is just stunning, 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 stunning. I actually, um, it's really bad in uh, on Spotify. Now the they don't have the there. original Broadway cast. They have this album that's called like The Best of Rent. What is interesting is what they've classed as The Best of Rent. Like some of the choices are strange, I think. Not what you typically expect is the best from Rent. Right. Because for me it would only be one song, but obviously they've chosen more. Oh, I was be. confusing Daniel Breaker and Shrek with someone else. He wasn't in Spelling Bee. Oh. Huh. Yeah. I thought he was. In my head he was. I've always thought of him as Mitch Mahoney. Yeah, yeah, confusing him with another actor. What's your number one? Uh, my number one is My Petersburg from Anastasia. Oh. So Anastasia. Do you think this is another one where you had like the high note at the end? I love Derek Klenner's voice. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, yeah, that's part of it. I actually I quite like this song. I mean, I really love um, – the movie, uh, Anastasia. The movie, it was a really formative movie for me. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I watched it a lot as a child. Watched a lot. And so I was so excited when they were adapting it to the stage. I just thought it was going to be beautiful. Yeah. And mm. I love Aaron's and Flaherty, yeah. who the composers who, who wrote both the – yeah, they did Seussical. They did Ragtime, which yeah, is a show Ragtime. that I love. Yeah. Uh, they did Once on This Island, which is a show that I love. Yeah. Um, so I was really excited for this show. And so – when it got adapted to the stage, they – so in the movie Rasp- Rasputin is sort of the bad guy, yeah. which is kind of a kid's way of doing it, I guess, or like a hokey yeah. – um, He's but, a very obvious villain. Like he's, yeah, it's easy but to I mean, make him but, a villain. But they wanted to make it more histori- historically accurate oh, for right. the make stage him more, show. Yeah, sure. So, um, so instead it's like a Bolshevik is the um, – is the bad guy who, oh, called Oleg, I think, who is because um, communists are bad, right? <laughs> and um, worse than well, killing the they killed the family, sure. but yeah. um, and so Ramin Karimlu played uh, the villain, sweet Ramin, sweet Ramin. <laughs> um, but 
it, it felt a bit shoehorned to me yeah. and I actually found... Why do they need to change that? Like why can't Rasputin be the villain? Yeah, really? I know. Does it matter? He was quite involved in the family, apparently. Very involved. Yeah. There's a there's a TV series. Oh, I can't remember. It might be like called The Last Tsar or something. Okay. That really sort of focused on Rasputin. Yeah. Fascinating. Rasputin's one of those historical figures that I think people think was 400 years ago and, and not like not. At the after the First the World War. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but, yeah, so this song is sung by the sort of female, uh, female, male, <laughs> male sort of um, young lead that Anastasia yeah. falls the in love, love with. love interest, yeah. And, yeah, I just don't find a lot of the new songs for the show that, like that didn't already exist for the film yes. that good, but I quite like this song. And I love Derek Clemmer's voice. And it has a great last note. That's not the only reason. But it does seem like a coincidence when most of your songs have that. It's kind of like if I'm going to love a song from a show that I didn't otherwise like, it's like probably, be probably going to be a vocal <laughs> yeah. Im- impressive totally moment. Fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I just I found that show a little bit boring. But I love the songs that already existed. Yeah, like Journey to the Past and yeah. Once Upon a December. I exactly. love that song. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So... Well, this has been my favorite musical. You got the me to shit talk some stuff. Are you proud? I love it. Yeah. What else can we do that we hate? <laughs> Send in your suggestions. Exactly. Audience. Yeah. Exactly. Hmm, please um, uh, check out the Spotify playlist. Like us on Instagram. Subscribe. All that yeah, jazz. Give us a rating, please. please. A five star rating. Yes, please. Yes. Uh, this has been my favorite musical, the mixtape. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.